If you're a busy woman raising children and you want to learn to reverse engineer how you want to feel in all areas of your life, listen up. For the first time ever, I am teaching my energetic time management process. Not only am I teaching it live, but you're getting one-on-one access to me. Yes, you heard that correctly. You can reach out to me personally and get feedback on how this process is working in your life. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash workshop. As soon as you register, you are going to get a pre-recorded training video that you can watch over and over and over again that also has an accompanied PDF, step-by-step. I'm literally showing you step-by-step. You're also going to be... um, given the details to reach out to me one-on-one and my team so we can support you as you're integrating this work in your busy schedule. And we're also going to be throwing in two live group Q&A calls. So come ask your questions. I'm going to show you how to integrate energetic time management, not just at home, but in your work as well. Ask all your questions, and I'm there to help you live in alignment with how you want to feel. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash workshop and join us live today in May. Have you ever found yourself making the doctor's appointments and the therapy appointments and reading the books for your kids, but you still feel lost and afraid and maybe even disempowered when it comes to seeing and understanding your children's behavior? Are you concerned about their anxiety, their confidence, their ability to step into adulthood, knowing how to emotionally regulate and become independent, confident adults? guess what? I have something for you. This summer, I am starting a program called the Summer of Connection. And this is where parents not only learn how to manage their own big emotions so that they can deepen their connection with their children from a relationship standpoint, but you are also going to learn how to help your children cope with their big emotions, anger, anxiety, and overwhelm. There's things happening deeper underneath. And I have had more questions in my DMs from parents asking me about their children's emotional behavior than I've ever had in the last decade of my career. If you're interested in joining us for the Summer of Connection to help you help your children, head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash summer and fill out the application. As a former social worker and a mother of three, I understand the overwhelm and also the determination to help our children thrive. I look forward to reading your application. That's Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash summer. I love a good podcast that I can listen to while I'm on my walk. And I love science and research, but I also love a dirty bag of chips. But what I love about Katie Wells is her podcast called the Wellness Mama Podcast. And not only that, Katie is one of those amazing humans. 
I just sneezed. Katie is one of those amazing humans that also takes her problems and creates solutions, which is why she also created the Wellness products. Check it out. W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-E. There's a few health products that she has, and one of them is a healthy toothpaste. This is the first um, kind of healthy toothpaste that my boys will actually use. And I was sent a few to try out and I'm not kidding. Felix opened it up and he's like, huh, this is actually good. And I was like, all right, you're on to something, Katie. So check out Wellness and their products, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S-E.com and check out Katie's podcast as well. The Wellness Mama Podcast. Danielle, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So before we hit record, I was like, okay, on this podcast, we'd like to be, I like to make people emotionally uncomfortable um, in the sense of like behind the scenes. And I don't know about you, but not even just mothering, but like humaning, right? Humaning, mm-hmm. if that's, mm-hmm. I just made that up. Um sometimes I'm just like struggling or something's a challenge. And I'm like, am I the only one? How come people aren't talking honestly about certain things? Like I just love intimacy and vulnerability and connection. And I know we're going to go there today. So thank you for being you. So good. I'm excited. I can't wait. Okay. Let's talk about 2020. Um, because I like to hear the story and then we're going to dive deeper into this because I think quote unquote success leaves clues as they say, Mm -hmm. and I'm using air quotes and success can be defined on whatever it is, but I'm so fascinated why some people are willing to like run towards their discomfort while other people run away from the discomfort. So can you just, yeah, just tell me what happened in 2020 for you. Yeah. Okay. So as for many people, and I know I'm not alone in this, um, we, as a business, um, for the, for those who, who have businesses or even just careers that, uh, required in-person events and different things, uh, we completely had to reimagine the business because 80% of our revenue at that time was coming from in-person events. That was our main business model. That was how people knew us. That was what we were, that what we were doing and we were really good at it. And, um, so when 2020 happened, it was this, okay, how are we going to reimagine what we're currently doing and how can we still, we were in a, interesting position where at in in one sense we as a business were terrified <laughs> and struggling and then we also support a lot of other business owners and so it was like how do we support our community while also being able to continue to run a business. So it's, it's, and in a way it's kind of like parenting, right? If you're struggling yourself, do you, you, know, you put the mask on yourself first and then you have to, you know, care for these little ones. And so it felt like that in a way, because it was like, we don't want to just let our community be on their own at this time. So for us, a big thing has always been 
community connection, collaboration, support, and like bringing people together. And I believe there's so much power in community. And so we really started to figure out, okay, how can we do this and and do this online? And so it was messy. Like, I don't want to sugarcoat it. It was so, so messy. We tried a lot of different things. Some things worked really well. Some things totally failed. Um, and so that was really kind of like the starting point. And then at that time too, it was, we had been running the business, uh, for at that moment, it was five years and, really it, it i i had this vision of what i wanted it to look like but i never really slowed down to reevaluate are we on the right path and so what ended up happening is we actually did a huge virtual conference at the in september of 2020 and it was amazing it was it was so such a good opportunity we came together as uh we had chapter leaders. We had actually grown to five different chapters across North America at that time. So we came together, hosted this event. But then on the backside of that event, I was experiencing pretty significant burnout, realizing that um, I can't keep running at this pace. And so that was a really difficult moment for me and really questioning what is my purpose? What is you know, what does the future of this business look like? And then less than a month later, I found out I was pregnant as well. So there was a lot of different things happening at that time. And I think that it just really kind of catapulted this um, need for me to really figure out what does the future look like for me, for the business, for our community. So that is that is what the most of my 2020 looked like. <laughs> oh boy. That is traumatic. So I say traumatic, we all have different traumas. Um, and it's so fascinating to me. I always say how people run towards the discomfort or run away from it. So can you talk about what, like, were you like, can you get to a moment where you're like, we have a choice to make. Like I have a choice where I could either like, and like, what was your physical bot? Like in burnout. I mean, it reminds me of when I was diagnosed with stage four cancer and I'm like in startup phase in my business. I'm like, I don't have a privilege not to work while I'm getting treatment and raising my three kids. So like I talk about no back doors, but like, did you have a moment like that? Like, what was that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, of course, like when we go through um, situations where we feel maybe out of control or there's, you know, challenges that come our way, uh, some of those thoughts and feelings come to, okay, would it be easier if I took a comfortable route? Would it be easier if I did this or did that or, or started working for someone else or, um, you know, and, and at that time too, and you know, for, for those who have been pregnant before, um, first trimester, I was completely unmotivated. I did not feel like myself. I, um, was feeling pretty down to be honest with you, like just emotionally. And I think it was, again, I, I think that definitely there's so much going on when you are pregnant, um, just in your body, but then also at the same time, experiencing this, like, who am I? <laughs> what am I doing? Um, what does this business look like? And I think too, this identity of um, figuring out, okay, that 
I knew that I was known as the business owner that was really good at putting on these in-person events. And that was part of my identity. And if I'm being honest, it was like this stripping down of like, well, that's not, that's not who I am right now. That's not who I am anymore. And so who, like, who am I to my community? And, and I felt, um, I felt like imposter syndrome. I felt who am I to even lead this community when I don't know what I'm doing and I feel so lost and confused. So there was just a lot of kind of, I guess, layers of that. Um, so there was a lot of moments of tears, uh, crying to my husband, crying to my friends, just being like, what is going on? And I mean, the thing is, is that I think, I think this is why I am so passionate about community and about connection because at the same time, it was like, okay, I'm not actually the only one that is, that is in this position. I'm not the only one feeling this way. There are other people who in the same way are questioning what does their life look like? What does their business look like? What does their, you know, now that we're in this different world. And so I think it was that realization that made me one feel like, okay, I'm not alone. And two, what can I do? Like, what, what are the opportunities for me? What are the options for me? Because I knew, I I knew looking at other people who had built very successful businesses that were fully online. I thought it's possible. Like I know it is. So if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. And so I just slowly (laughs) started to kind of pull myself out of that place. And yeah, it was definitely a lot of soul searching. And then just, um, you know, my faith is really important to me. So prayer was part of that too. And just figuring out what my identity was and then what was next. And so, um, our podcast actually was born in very end of December of 2020. Um, and it was actually a dream that I had for a very long time. Um, that I kept pushing off and pushing off. Mm. And it was really funny because I, we were like about to launch the podcast. And then I'm like to my husband, like, I think we're going to, I think we're going to push the launch to the new year. I'm like, January is a great time to launch a podcast. He's like, no, no, you're not allowed to push this off any longer. So we literally launched it a week before Christmas. And um, yeah, so that, that was kind of, I, I, I kind of like to think that was like the birth of like the new kind of wave of, of what we were doing within the business, which was um, being able to reach people online and and moving that, shifting that model of community connection collaboration to the online space. Mm-hmm. Cause we had done a few online things before that, but um, now we had kind of a hub for it. I, okay. So one, you know, I appreciate the candidness of this. There's a few things that you said. One is the identity piece. And I talk a lot about identity because, and we haven't even talked about the shift of mothering identity. We just talked about the bit, like the business. And I hear this a lot from women who are like in this messy middle, or I call it the, you know, you're emotionally uncomfortable and you're in this messy middle. and you're, you're shifting from one version of yourself to another version. And there's so many unknowns. And then you begin to see and unravel, holy crap, 
my identity and worth is attached to this title. Um, and I know for certain, 100%, that if my career was gone today, I would be in not, well, I'm not going to say shambles. I get a lot of value from the work I do, but it's taken me a long time to be like, I am not my work in the sense that I can work part-time hours and create sustainability. And I get a lot of energy and value from other areas of my life. And then I had to do that in parenting as well. So a lot coming at you at once of these shifts. So I want to talk about that. And then what happened after, um, mothering Two, I would love to know, I love what you're talking about the perfection. I just think it's fascinating how, like when contrast comes at us, you know, we're like, not this, not this, not this. And then all of a sudden we get to birth these other desires like a podcast, but then we got to put perfection on it. And then of course all that. So let's talk about another identity shift mothering. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So yeah, I love this conversation so much because I think exactly what you said, it resonated with me so much when it comes to having so much of your identity in your work. And I think that is something that I had, um, for most of my life, whether that had been like just the different stages of my life, whether that had been my friendships and then it was school and university. And then it was, uh, my work and either, either not feeling like I was doing enough or being enough or had accomplished enough. And there's just, oh man, there's so much, like, I feel like I could go on and on with that. Um, and I think that honestly, I'm, when I look back to, you know, that scenario that I was in, I'm so grateful that that happened actually before I became a mom too, because I already had to start shifting and just looking at like my identity differently. Right. Because I was recognizing that I had put so much of my identity in my work and who people thought I was and what value I was providing. And then, so that was kind of stripped away and, you know, realizing things like, you know, you are like, not only are you a business owner, but you're, you're a daughter, you're a sister, you're a friend, you're a wife, um, and now becoming a mom. And what does that mean? And so I think it was just like all of these pieces. And I think if I would not have gone through that really challenging time in the fall of 2020, I think it would have been even harder for me to have this identity shift of becoming a mom. But it was almost like that happened gradually because I was already forcing myself to like ask myself these questions of who am I without my work? <laughs> that's <laughs> actually I, a really good, yeah. that's actually a really good point where you're like, well, I had it before. So I wasn't learning all those messy lessons inside of mothering, but they kind of were back to back as well. So what yeah. have you, what have you learned about pivoting? Because personally, I mean, two years ago, pivoting was like the, the word. Um, but personally I've noticed like people on my team. So I'm the dreamer, right? I'm the entrepreneur. I'm the founder, whatever you want to identify as business owner. So I'm like pivot, 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 pivot. And then, you know, I'll attract or I hire people on my team that are the opposite of me so that we can get things done, data-driven, spreadsheet lovers. And I'm like, okay, you created this whole plan. 
we're implementing 10% of it. It's not working. So we have to pivot, pivot, pivot. So what's your relationship with like the fluidity of identity and like processing? Oh my goodness. That's such a great question. Cause I think, yeah, as entrepreneurs, we are so idea driven and vision driven that like pivoting is actually, and yes, it, it is challenging. I won't, you know, minimize that, but at the same time, it's almost in our DNA to be like, okay, we're switching, we're pivoting. And so, um, I think for me, it's been okay. Figuring out what's working and then trying to evaluate what is working, what isn't working. And instead of just staying on this path of, oh, this isn't working, but I'm in my comfort zone of, well, this is how I've always done things. And this is, you know, the plan, so to speak. I think it's so, so important to change your plan as an entrepreneur. We have to. And I think too, in the world that we live in right now, where everything is is changing so quickly and technology is changing so rapidly, we do have to have that mindset of, okay, this isn't working anymore. How can we change the plan in a way that it, it will work better. And then in a, in, in a way that's sustainable for, for the business, for the team, for all of these things, but man, it's, it's challenging. Right. And it's funny because when you said, um, with your team, cause so at the beginning of the year, I, I told my team, I'm like, okay, um, we want to host this like conference, this in-person conference. This has been a dream of mine for forever. And of course, as, as events are coming back in, we, we would host these pop-up events and we would host like these workshops and different things. And we would do those monthly. So now we have a different strategy and we're actually doing larger events, but less frequently. So I had this vision of doing this in-person event and it was going to be a full day conference and we hadn't booked the venue yet. It was, you know, the end of January <laughs> and they're like, okay, Danielle. So I'm actually, I'm pregnant right now. I'm literally due at the end of this month. And so they're like, Danielle, you realize like your due date is, is coming. Right. And you're, you're wanting to do this event before you have the baby. I'm like, yep, yep. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> so it was at the, um, it was five weeks before the event date, I booked the the venue. I told my team, I'm like, we're doing a full day conference and it's in, it's, it's on March 10th. <laughs> and I just still remember some of the team's like, oh, okay. So like March 10th, 2024, I'm like, nope, no, this year <laughs> they're like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. And so, but you know, I think what people don't realize too, like I had been visioning this event. And so in, it was already planned in my head. It was just putting all the pieces in place. And, um, man, I have such a great team because they just rallied and we made it happen. But that is like the epitome of entrepreneurship is just like, I have this big, it it was, it was. And like, it was beautiful. We actually did a recap of, of it on the, on the podcast. And it was cool. Cause I had all my, like, I had my team on and we talked about it. And I asked them too, I was like, what were the stressful parts about trying to plan this event within this like short timeline? And I was like, be honest. Yeah, totally. And, um, it was just, it it was really cool though, just to see everyone rally together. And I think the biggest thing, I know this is kind of off topic, but I think the biggest thing that was cool about that is that there was no time for drama. It was like, 
figure it out. Like we need to just go. And so sometimes we overthink and we overthink and the more time we have, or we don't have a deadline on our goals or on our dreams, we just, we literally spiral ourselves into this black hole of whatever it is, (laughs) of anxiety, Mm -hmm. of thinking it's not possible. Sometimes when we give ourselves a short time frame to accomplish something, it's actually easier because our we have to just move and we don't have time to overthink each yeah. and every decision. So what is, what is that yeah. law called? The law like it's like if you have four hours, yes. it'll take you four hours to get it done. If you have I know exactly minutes. what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Okay. The law of something <laughs> and someone will tell us that's listening. So send me a DM on Instagram. Um some, oh, now it's annoying me, the law of whatever. Um, anywho, but it's like, yeah, you, if you have 30 minutes, it'll take you 30 minutes. If you have four hours, it'll take you four hours. Um, it's so funny that you say that about like, you've been thinking about it. You've been dreaming it in your head and you're like, time to act. My husband's like, you're so impulsive. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're seeing the tip of the iceberg. Like I've been thinking about this and stu- like my brain is always in a critical thinking, problem solving state for 1000 problems at a time. So you wonder why my brain is always like, because there's actually not much drama up here. If there is drama, it's always self-induced. Like, oh, I'm so dramatic about myself. I don't have the time to have drama with other people because I'm like, a mathematician in my head. And then when I say something, they're like, okay, she means it because I'm ready to act. They can see the urgency with the energy of like, okay, this is happening. They're like, what what the, and then I'm like, I'm spending the weekend doing this. And they're like, I'm like, I don't need to socialize. Like, so also this brings me to, let's talk about community and collaboration, because I know you're incredibly passionate about this. Um, I mean, we could take this conversation so many ways. The one way is like how, you know, our superpowers, just like this as entrepreneurs also have a tendency to create burnout. So we have to walk that fine line of like, that's why I always talk about how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? And my whole story with burnout, because I truly believe you can feel alive and energized, but it is a fine, fine, fine line because boom, you got to take action quickly, but you take too much action and you're going to be dead to the world. That said, let's shift to community and collaboration. So we live in a culture that promotes individualism. Like we're, we do everything together. Doesn't matter if it's parenting, if it's business, if it's life, right? And then I see a lot of people, especially women, having this belief of like, if I've asked for help, I'm weak. And I'm just curious your experience, why you value community and collaboration so much, because it is a huge part of my business and also my life. I would not be where I am today without it. It's a lifeline. And I look at people who are like, I can't ask for help. And I'm like, you are literally blocking yourself from everything you want and desire. A hundred percent, a hundred percent agree with that. And I think that without community and without connection, um, to do anything significant is impossible. I mean, I think I truly believe we were built and created for community. And I think that when we try to do things alone and on our own, it creates this anxiety and this loneliness and this, um, 
you know, feeling isolated. And I think that we, you know, our, our world really struggles with anxiety, right. And depression and it's, it's on the rise. And I think a part of that, I love what you said about, you know, our society kind of almost promotes this like individualistic, um, view of you can do it all all as women, how to do it all. It's like, what, why do you ask that question? Exactly. And like doing it all and doing it all by yourself. And it's like, no, like that's not the way that it was supposed to be. And so I just, I want to just encourage women that, yeah, like you said, it is, it is actually really, really brave and strong to ask for help. It's, it's hard. Like I won't, I won't say that it's not because, you know, (laughs) as humans, we're, we don't want to bother other people. We don't want to inconvenience other people. We don't want to be rejected. Like there's so many things that goes into that, but at the same time, like exactly what you said, I'll echo that is that if we are not asking for help or we are not looking for ways to build community or collaborate with other people, then we're just, we're blocking all of the things that we are dreaming of that we want in our lives because, um, and this is something actually someone in, in, in my mastermind, she, she says this all the time and I love it. So I always requote her, her name's Taylor, Taylor Aller shout out, but she says, you can do, you can do anything you want. You just can't do it all at once and you can't do it by yourself. And I love that quote so much because it's so true. Like, you know, we, can do anything we want really in this world. Like there's so many things, opportunities for us, but like focus on what you want to do right now and who can support you to do that. And how can you collaborate? And when I talk about collaboration, I'm only always talking about how do you create win-wins, um, win-win partnerships and collaborations, especially when it comes to business, How can you create those relationships that are really aligned where you share values, where you share, um, you know, ideal audiences, and then how can you create those relationships that will benefit everybody, benefit the two people involved in that, or the multiple people that are involved, and then benefit the end person who's, who's experiencing that event or that conversation or that collaborative product that you're going to create with someone. So that's really how I like to look at it. And yeah, like you said, it's just, I, I, I just really think we need more people talking about the fact that it's not about what you can do on your own, but what, what we can do together really. I find it fascinating. Like as you're talking, of course, you, you know, you're doing this through like a business relationship lens. And this was something I acquired a long time ago, but the win-win or the value add, like I think about it in almost every conversation. And I know that people don't think like this. Um, example, like my son, my oldest son. So he's 18. My boys are 18, 13, and 10. And he just started a full-time job, like full-time, like actually eight to five Monday through Friday, which in my head, I'm like, I would never do that again. But um, I'm like, you couldn't pay me to work full-time like that. Oh my God, that sounds like death. But anyways, he'll learn his lesson. I'm not going to plant that seed in his mind, but um, he'll realize why entrepreneurship needs to be the thing. Cause he's very much like me. So but I can just see the shift in 
the identity going from like student to full-time is a lot. And so I don't need to be like, what do you need from me? Cause he's going to be like, I'm just tired. Right. He's trying to get into his rhythm. So I give him value. So instead of pretending like being like I'm enabling him or I'm doing things for him, I'm like from a loving kind place, you know, cause I don't want to over nurture. I still want to teach independence. I'm going to make his lunch for the first week and let him know, like, I'm not going to do that the second week, but let me help you. Let me give you value. And this is, this is how we enrich and create connection in our relationships. Same thing with our partners. Like, like, you know, I mean, there's many, many times where I could see this in my partnership with my husband, but it's like, okay, you're frustrated. You're angry. I can see you probably need space that you haven't given yourself. So I'm going to say, Hey, you get Friday off, like no kid stuff. And then vice versa. Then I get it. And it's like, how can we be of service to other people? But sometimes we have to give before we get to receive. And sometimes we have to say, Hey, I see you're overwhelmed. You're frustrated. Like you get weekend off duty, but I also want a weekend off duty. So how about you have off duty this weekend? I have off duty next weekend. And it's really like, put yourself in the ring with the value you need. And in business, it's like, hey, how can I be of service to you? Like, I see you're looking for this, this, this. I have a connection for you. And I have an ask, right? So it's like, we need to ask as well to receive. So I love this. And once you become, again, it's kind of like going back to identity. It's part of our identity. You need to it's a muscle. You have to practice it. It's not like, what's the script that I send somebody in their DM? No, it totally. Comes from, oh. It comes from your heart. Yes, 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 yes. It's so, it's so true. And I think people are always looking for the template, the structure, the, you know, whatever it is. And it's so funny because it's like, <clears throat> and I, you know, I do a lot of um, work with entrepreneurial women and it's like, oh, is there a template for that? Is there a script for that? It's like, yeah, I can give you what I do and what I say, but please do not take it and copy and paste. You need to make it your own because or else it's going to feel inauthentic. And so I always tell people like, sure, use the strategies, use the templates, but make them your own because people can tell like if you're being human, right? And with this world of AI and you know all of these things coming out, I think people are going to be craving more and more deep connection, which is why I love your podcast. And I love the concept behind it because it's like, we want to know, we don't just want to know the surface level of things. We, and, and this has to do with relationships, like you said, with um, significant others, romantic relationships, your kids, they want a deeper relationship with you than just surface level. And that same thing goes for business relationships and people that want to work with you or even purchase your products. Like the amount of times that I've purchased something, I don't even, I don't need it, but I'm like, I love the founder and I'm just so inspired by their story. And it's like, I just, I just want to support them. Like, I just want to, I I want what they have. And it's because you feel this human connection with them. And so I think it just relates to all areas of our lives. If we're just going surface level with with people, um, you know, that's what we're going to get back is surface level. And so if we want deeper connections or we want more intimacy, 
like you said, like we have to be willing to go there and we have to be vulnerable ourselves. And man, like I've learned this so much too, like with, with my husband as well is like asking for, for what I need. And then also, like you said, being able to pick up, like he's having a hard day. And, and it's funny because we used to have these fights of, you know, he, he would be feeling off and I'm like, oh, that's about me. And I would get insecure. And it was like, he doesn't care about me or he doesn't love me. And it's like, no, it's not about that. It's usually what that person is experiencing or what they, how their day has been. And so having a little bit of grace and empathy for people, I think goes so far in both personal and business relationships. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you forever and ever, but we have to be mindful of time. And that's such a good place to land because it's, it's just fascinating post, you know, we started the conversation talking post 2020 and just observing the world and how the energy is always shifting and what that looks like in leadership and corporate and business and parenting and life and all the things it comes back to relationships. It comes back to people being human and us needing to treat others like humans and also ourselves, that we are human. We have feelings, shit's going to happen. And Danielle, you are such an inspiration. Um, I, I'm like in love already. I'm so excited. I think it's funny. I'm like my business model, like online, get to interview people. I'm like, it's like online dating. I'm just like online. I'm like, oh my God, I love you. I love you. And then I I have nobody local to me. So I'm just like flying everywhere to like meet these people. And I'm like, this is how you make friends in modern culture. Um, so where can people find you, your podcast? Who do you work with? What do you do? Any, you know, offers, freebies you got for people? Oh, thank you. Well, I have so enjoyed this conversation. It's been such a blessing. Um, okay. So you can find me at businessbabescollective.com. That's my website. And that's all of the businessy things that I do. So we have a podcast, we have um, a mastermind. We also do in-person events. Right now we're doing most of our events in my hometown of Vancouver, Canada. So if anyone wants to come to beautiful I'm in Vancouver. Ontario. I'm Yay! in Ontario. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, love, love, for you to connect there. Uh, on my, my personal Instagram is Danny living life with Danny with an eye. So if you want to see more kind of like behind the scenes, motherhood, business, random things, I'm not that great on social media. I'm going to be honest, but like, Hey, come connect with me. Cause I love just connection. So if you want to send me a DM, would love to connect there. And then our um, business account is just business babes co. And I have a free workshop. If you're interested in more like collaborations and things like that, and how we utilize that in our business, you can go to businessbabescollective.com slash breakthrough. There's a free workshop and we talk about community and events and building that. And yeah, that's, that's me. That's where you can find me. I love it. Thank you. Thank see you. you on your podcast because I was or am going to yes. be on your podcast. Yes. And the Business Babes Collective podcast is another place you can find me. And you'll hear the wonderful Heather on my podcast too. <laughs> Did you know you're my favorite? I love my podcast listeners and I want to get to know you better. So I would love for you to head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash 
chat. This is a way for you to text me, to send me a video, um, and to connect with me. So maybe there's something that I said on the podcast, or maybe I might say to you, go text me the word and I'll tell you a word. That's where we're going to do it. So I want you to be able to connect with me. Tell me what other episodes you want me to talk about, um, what your biggest takeaway and aha moment was. This is all about community. So head on over to heatherchauvet.com forward slash chat. Let's get to know each other. Why are you here? What's your biggest takeaway? What type of supports are you seeking? Who do you want me to interview next? heatherchauvet.com forward slash chat. C-H-A-T. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable, and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also, on the inside, show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E, quiz. 